Welcome to the best night ever. Your golden ticket to better sleep, better health, and ultimately, the best night ever. Featuring your host, sleep and life hack guru, Dr. Jay Corsandi from Snore Experts. Your best days will always start with a great night of sleep. Join Dr. K as he invites you in to talk tips and tricks to help you sleep better, stop snoring, be healthier, and live a more energetic and productive life. Learn how to make sleep your best friend. Explore ways to wake up feeling more refreshed and discover how to carry that newfound energy throughout your day. If you feel like your sleep and daytime performance could use a shot in the arm, grab a cup of bulletproof coffee, sit down, relax, and stay tuned as we uncover cutting-edge science, traditional, and even ancient practices to help you step up your life game. And now, Dr. Jay Corsandi. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. This is the best night ever and you're listening to Dr. Jay Corsandi and this is the show that's dedicated all about getting you your best night's sleep. And today I got a surprise guest on board as well as Dwayne, although Dwayne's a surprise sometimes. I'm always a surprise. And and I want to tell you a little bit about this uh, guest that we have on board and, and how we met. Um, I met him about a year and a half ago at uh, this thing called the Bulletproof Conference. And, and for people who don't know what that is, that it's basically, it was an event here in the LA area. And it's, I would say it's kind of like anti-aging, uh, personal development, wellness, sleep, uh, biohacking. I know we've talked about that term before. And, and part of this uh, conference or event, they have what's called like a tech hall. And basically what this was, was this giant room full of all kinds of gadgets and toys and technologies uh, geared to uh, helping you live a better life. And I have to admit, some of them were kind of a little bit out there, a little woo-woo, but uh, one of them that really piqued my interest uh, was this thing called the Aura Ring, and, and they had a booth there. Uh, so I went over there and uh, chatted with the people at the booth there and met our guest on the show here, and we kind of hit it off. And, and we sat down and, and talked for about an hour, all about the world of sleep, uh, about technologies and, and what he's offering. And, and I was still a little skeptical, and, and it took a little bit of convincing, but particularly because I come from more of the, the medical background where we're doing what's called polysomnograms or PSGs or, or overnight sleep studies or even take-home sleep studies. So uh, very hardcore analytical data. And, and what they have is what is called a consumer device. How, however, you know, the more I spent time with them, the more I learned about what they're doing. Uh, ultimately, ended up getting one for myself, and uh, the product has really blown me away. Uh, I'm a huge fan of it. I recommend it to all my patients, friends, and family. And, and that's why I'm excited to have this person on board. And this person's name is Harpreet Singh Rai. Uh, welcome to the show. Jay, thanks a ton. I appreciate that intro. And uh, I remember, I do remember that time a year and a half ago at the Bulletproof Conference. Yeah. Are you going to be at the one this year again as well in Beverly Hills? I am. I think it's, it's actually next weekend. So yeah, it, it is coming it. up. So we'll have to connect when you come back out here. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's uh, funny timing. <laughs> Excellent. We, we talked then for a while ago, and we're talking again now. Looking forward to it. So uh, what I want to do is I, I just want you to kind of share your background, a little bit of, of what you've done in the past and, and, and how you ended up in, in a company that uh, is basically a sleep technology company. Yeah, sure. It's, um, you know, my, my background is actually electrical engineering. Um, I studied electrical engineering. I went to the University of Michigan. Um, we had a program, we have a program in Michigan, uh, that's uh, in, within the WE department called MEMS, or Microelectronic Mechanical Systems. Mm -hmm. um, and so MEMS is basically, you know, was sort of early days of nanotech. And um, a lot of the work that, um, you know, I got to do and study and learn about was sensors. 
Um, so things like accelerometers, you know, different things like optical sensors, um, heat-based type thermoelectric sensors as well. And um, so I, I studied that in college, but like most college students, when I graduated, I had a ton of debt, um, you know, and this was sort of in the time when, you know, Googles of the world weren't really necessarily hiring. Um, and so the, the quickest way to, to pay off debt was to make some money on, on Wall Street. Um, so I actually ended up going to Wall Street for 10 years. Um, I spent a year in investment banking um, at Morgan Stanley and their M&A group, and then I spent nine years at a at a $6 million hedge fund um, called Eminence Capital. Mm-hmm. And um, and what was really interesting there is um, I started learning and getting really passionate about sleep, frankly, uh, when I was doing investment banking. Um, I'd put on a ton of weight. I wasn't really changing my diet that much. You know, if anything, I was eating less because I knew I wasn't working out much. Um, but I was just gaining a ton of weight. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a big guy. I'm about five foot five on a good day. And, you know, I weighed 100 you know, 45 pounds coming in. And by the time I, one year hit, I was about 190 pounds. Mm. Um, so, you know, for me, it was like I gained almost a pound a week. And, you know, investment banking, you know, it, it definitely was a lot of long nights. I'd probably leave the office normally at 2 a.m., you know, 3 a.m. I'd actually get home and not be able to fall asleep. And, you know, I'd be back in the office most time at 9.30, 10. Um, and I for the first time in my life, couldn't fall asleep, you know, right away. Um, so I started just learning about that, and I was trying to search for why am I gaining all this weight, even though I'm not eating more, um, and start to learn about sleep and all the effects of it. Um, that stuck with me. Luckily, I, I moved from, you know, that first-year investment banking analyst type stuff to uh, to hedge fund, and, you know, we, we were, I would say, like, luckily, much better lifestyle focused for the long run. And, you know, people worked out there, took their time, took sleep, and, you know, took their sort of personal health pretty seriously. So it was a much better environment for me. Um, but I got to invest across technology companies. I um, got to see, because of my background, specifically a lot of companies in sort of tech, hardware, software, internet. Um, and um, I met actually the co-founders of Aura, um, one of the co-founders actually, um, right after they did the first Kickstarter. And it was this amazing technology, you know, the, the rings on your finger, just like a uh, hospital um, just like a hospital ICU where you measure your heart rate from your finger. And I, I'd known from my engineering days that that's a much better place to get a pulse. And, you know, we'll talk more about that later. But I was sort of blown away by what they'd done. I knew the importance of sleep. You know, I would say this was before, like, sleep really got big. And, you know, I decided to do the crazy thing and, and join them. Yeah. <laughs> Leave my job uh, on, on, you know, a lucrative job on Wall Street just because I, I realized I was super passionate about this and knew a lot about the technology behind it. Um, hey, I'm, I'm that's, that's curious. Yeah, I, I'm curious. In, in your early days of Wall Street, were you seeing any sleep deals, right, in your investment banking days? I mean, obviously now it really feels like it's it's big business. But yeah, back, back in the early days, were you oh, – okay. Yeah. definitely. I mean, this was like 2006, 2007 yeah. uh, when I was doing investment banking. Definitely did not, uh, did not see that. Um, I think, you know, it's really interesting to see how the industry has grown. I think there's a good report out there that um, McKinsey has that, that says it's something like a $40 billion industry, the sleep industry. And now they're throwing pharmaceutical drugs in there, but they're also throwing, you know, the polysomnography test, um, you know, all the different apnea devices, all the different type of, you know, sleep pills, over-the-counter and prescription, um, so and supplements and and so and, and a lot of different sleep tech now into that and so that that industry has exploded 
um, I, I really think it's been the new frontier on sort of health and, and wellness. And we can talk about like why I think that's happened too. But it's, I would say it's something that's really just developed in sort of the last, you know, five to seven years. Where did it all start? Do you think it, it, it started with, you know, with uh, melatonin tablets or, I mean, what do you, where do you think all this started? It's a great question. Um, I actually think the root cause of this is, is, is really, you know, normally when people have a problem. Right. So when people have a problem, they start searching for solutions. Um, I think this problem has gotten so big, uh, people sleeping worse or not sleeping enough or having other medical issues, you know, like apnea or insomnia, um, you know, related to sleeping, um, mainly because of the Internet. Um, frankly, I like I, I think the Internet has changed our lives so much for the better. You know, like I, I, I totally respect Google as a company. I I definitely like, you know, look at Larry Page and, and Sergey and what they created. And, you know, their mission is bold. We want to organize the world's information, the world's, not not like the information in, in a library, the world's information, yeah. and and provide access to it. And yeah. if you think about what that's done, though, um, sure, we can find anything at any time. Um, and Facebook now has connected us to everyone in the world on one platform. But but that also distracts you during the day. Um, and it it, it, you know, frankly, people are touching their phones. It's 150 times a day on average. I think that equates to once every six minutes if you're if you're awake for 18 hours. Oh well, yeah, we talked about it on one of the shows as far as uh, how many times I picked up my phone and spent time. I mean, you know, I'm averaging four hours a day on my phone, which I don't even know where I get that four hours. It's it's insane. It's insane, right? And and it's it's not that you actually sit there for two hours at a time looking at one thing. It's all those little 10 second, 30 second bouts. Yep. Right. And I think um, what that ends up doing, you know, is like to your brain, it's creating a dopamine effect and you become addicted to it. And, you know, you keep coming back to it, but it also provides, you know, creates a lot of anxiety and a burnout. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, it's burnout. And I think that's honestly a lot of the reason why you've seen sort of sleep and people searching for sleep issues just escalate. I remember there was a pharmaceutical company um, that we had met, and it's a large one. I'm not going to say who they are, but, you know, they make one of the two big over the pain. Uh, you know, for pain over the counter, um, you know, uh, or drugs, right? Like, you know, and basically they were like, when we, that drug was only growing 1%, right? Because pain, over the counter pain medication pills have been there forever, mm-hmm. right? And it's one of the name brands that you would know. And they were like, we released PM and holy cow, like yeah. that category, their over the counter pain release category was multi, started growing double digits again. Mm-hmm. So they were like, basically the, the, the regular one that most people take was, was you know, declining uh, or flat, and then all of a sudden the PM came out. And I think if you look at that, the other good data I think we saw as a company is just go look at Google Trends. You know, it's funny go you mentioned look. the trends on Google because I actually did that. Uh, I heard you mention that before, and I typed in this, yeah. this keyword, how to sleep better. And, and, and yeah. I'll tell you something funny. Do you, know, you know when the all-time high of that search term was? No. It was right after New Year's 2019. So I don't know if it had to do with resolutions or what, but that was it was at 100 out of 100 on, on, on relevancy, on how to sleep better. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I looked at it on a relative basis. Like, if you look at it versus running, because, you know, um, just running is, like, one of the most popular, right, you know, activities you can do for working out and health. And um, you could see that sleep surpassed running in the United States. And that only happened a few years ago, and it's growing way faster. Um and so, yeah, I think people are having problems. They're searching for answers. I think, you know, 
there's lots of things that have changed with our lifestyle, um, you know, with more technology. And I do think the smartphone has sort of been like the tipping point. Now, granted, as humans, we probably shouldn't be sitting at a desk all the time. We probably shouldn't be working indoors all the time either. Um, but some of those things have been happening for a little bit of time, right? I, I think the tipping point really has been the Internet and smartphone. And again, I don't think they were designed. They weren't designed, you know, I, I do believe Google's right, like, you know, do no evil, right? Um, like, I don't think they were trying to distract people. I, like, they were really trying to help people find any information you want in a really quick, easy way. I think it's kind of um, a blessing. Totally, yeah, it's yeah. like a blessing and a curse, right? Because you've got this fantastic, yep. beautiful technology, but then it also becomes a hindrance because you're getting blue light exposure, you're, you're getting, you know, dopamine hits that you don't need, and, and it's kind of exactly. a double-edged sword. You're just getting distracted all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it takes its toll, and then and then the sleep starts to deteriorate, and I, I think you hit the nail on the head, and then they're wondering why they're feeling so lousy all the time, and and, and there's a solution. Totally, yeah. So uh, I want to ask you, so so as, as the CEO of this ordering company, uh, why do you think people should pay attention to their sleep? Um, <laughs> I'd love to ask you that question, too. Yeah, I mean, um, we're both I in think... the same industry, so and I have to try and answer it to patients all day, but I kind of want to get your perspective. Uh, to me, I, I, the way I like to frame it to people, and um, I think Sean Stevenson has done this the best. I mean, he just straight up said it that sleep is more important than diet and activity combined. Um, and if you look, and, and you know, I think Matt Walker, really, really glad he wrote that book and has gone out and talked about it, why we sleep. Um, because he says basically, you know, sleep is the best performance enhancing drug you can take. Right. Majority of your testosterone and growth hormones released in your sleep. Right. Mm -hmm. Your memory consolidation, literally what you remember from that day and apply it to the next day. Right. That happens during your sleep. Right. Those memories get consolidated. It's how you learn. Right. Um, if you think about, like, frankly, any of the top three, you know, chronic diseases. Right. Let's pick diabetes, cardiovascular disease and Alzheimer's. Right. Right. All three it's like when you are sleeping is when your body's repairing and actually helping prevent those diseases, right? right exactly. You know, on the science side, it would be, you know, for Alzheimer's, there's a great study that proved this two years ago now, right? That The glymphatic it, system, um, yep. The glymphatic system, right? That's when toxins are cleared away is during deep sleep. And people that had impaired and low deep sleep had this high, you know, amount of these uh, beta amyloid toxins. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was, I thought, fascinating. I think, you know, the, the relation to... Um, fasting glucose levels has been out there. You know, a lot of research has been shown that, like, hey, four hours of sleep versus eight, your your fasting glucose levels are going to be up, you know, more than 40%. Um, I, I like and, the analogy that you made, uh, I've heard before, as far as, you know, what if I had this magic pill? Or, or, I don't yeah. know if you can share that with everyone. Yeah, I mean, look, like, I, I, I again, building off of what Matt Walker said is, like, you know, literally think about this performance enhancing drug. Like, I, I forget it as a drug, just think if you had this supplement. So you had this pill, like we all take vitamins. Vitamins is like a $50 billion industry in the mm -hmm. U.S. We all take pills, right, <laughs> at some point in time. If you had this pill that could, you know, improve your testosterone, right, um, help prevent cancer, right, literally reduce your risk for a heart attack, improve your memory, right, improve your athletic performance and reaction times, like, and, and by the way, also make your hair and your skin look better and give you more testosterone, like who wouldn't take that pill? Yeah. Um, each one of us would be trying to take as much as we'd be overdosing on that pill, right? Yeah. Um, and the reality is that pill, as we know today, is sleep. Yeah, um, it's interesting. So we uh, uh, we met uh, Reggie Scott, who uh, oversees the training department for the Rams, 
And in the very first conversation with Reggie about the Rams, I was amazed when Reggie said, he said, listen, I tell all the players, you can lift all those weights, you can run, you can do whatever you want, but if you're not sleeping, you're wasting your time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I The way I like to think about that, that, like at one point I got into, you know, lifting weights and uh, in college worked out with a friend of mine who, you know, was, uh, uh, you know, trying to become a pro bodybuilder um, and compete. And he always had the saying that, you actually break your muscles down in the gym, right? That's what working out is. Yeah, you're inducing damage. Down. Exactly. Yeah, you're inducing damage, right? And so the it's super compensation, right? It's the recovery of those muscles is when they, you know, you come back stronger. And so it's like you can work out all you want, but if you're not sleeping and recovering and coming back stronger, then you're actually going to get you know, weaker over time, not stronger over time. It's funny because I tell my patients that too. A lot of them come in for sleep disorder, breathing and snoring and apnea, and a majority of them are overweight. And they'll say, well, how do I make this problem better other than just treating it? I say, well, first thing you got to do is you got to get better sleep. As your sleep gets better, your metabolism is going to shift. You're going to get more energy, hormone, growth hormones, testosterone, like we, we mentioned. And then the weight comes off easier. And, and yeah. then they get better. It's like it's so blatant and obvious. Uh, I mean, the two that hit me on the head are ghrelin and leptin. Yep. Right? Uh, so, you know, ghrelin, your hunger hormone, and leptin, your satiety or your fullness hormone, you know, how full you feel after you eat a meal. Like, I, I thought that was, like, another fascinating research study where they just showed that you get six hours of sleep and your hunger hormone shoots up 30%. So it's like, you know, verse, that's verse eight hours. And, and so that's like, you know, it's going to be harder to go on a diet and eat properly, right, um, and not crave food all the time unless you're getting, you know, the proper amount of sleep. So, Yeah, I actually saw a study uh, in kind of in that world uh, of type 2 diabetes where they took this group of uh, college students and they had them sleep in a lab and they basically – uh, disturb them, not enough to wake them up, but a, a special way I think they kind of put a little shock on their finger to get them out of REM sleep. So they REM sleep deprived them. And what they discovered after two weeks was that they started exhibiting type 2 diabetes symptoms just from not getting yeah. REM sleep. And then once they actually let them get back to normal sleep, those symptoms went away, which was just kind of blew me away. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating. I think we're still really just discovering as a society how important sleep is. Um, you know, I sort of think about it like, you know, the, the ocean versus like what we see on land. You know, we see people working out. We see people like, you know, eating healthy, eating their kale salads and their smoothies and whatnot and green juices, right? But there's a lot that happens that we don't see ourselves, right? We're, we're sleeping. We're passed out, right? When we're, when, we're, when we're recovering, you know, we're unconscious. And so um, I think like there's so much that we're discovering about that unconscious world, that unknown world of like, hey, what's actually happening? Why do we sleep? Right? It's the perfect title for you know for Dr. Walker's book. Yeah, I think that's the amazing thing for me when I look at this industry and how big it's become is realizing that it you know to me, looking at it from a business perspective, it it still isn't mainstream. Still, the majority of people, you know, don't understand. Uh, the importance of great sleep and and the link to all these things. Yeah, and I, I think it's got, it's going through phases. Yeah. Um, you know, in in terms of health and wellness, I think you know we sort of started out in the nineties, um, and and you know maybe in the early two thousands a lot more with diet. I think you know then you know different types of physical activity, whether it's endurance, high intensity, you know, training, and 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 now people are sort of learning more about sleep and it's becoming just as important. 
So, Sorry to interrupt you there. No, yeah, no problem. So, so, so how do we address the issue with uh, the youth, right? Because these are people who have who are, have been raised on technology, you know, and and I mean, I'm assuming and listening to you two nerds that <laughs> you know that it's it's going to be terrible for them as they get older. Total doom and gloom. Um, yeah, I, frankly, I think. That you fight technology with technology. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I don't think, I think if we were to get, get up, you know, I, I do think obviously awareness, education about it needs to happen. But, you know, kids are playing less sports now, less football. They're playing more esports now, you know, video games. But I, I think, you know, we're not going to be able to convince uh, the next generation just by talking about it. We're going to sound like our grandparents or our parents sounded to us, right? Um, I, I think you need to level the playing field and and actually fight technology with technology. Yeah, yeah. So in our in our next show, we're going to get into uh, the the aura ring. But one of the questions I had, right? We we see, you know, I'm I'm familiar with your great product and some of the other stuff on the market. You're right. So what what's the what's the one thing that isn't happening today that that you know really kind of breaks this whole thing open? Whether it's in an element that all of a sudden we're able to track or what do you, what are you seeing, you know, five years down the road or 10 years down the road that really is like the, the Holy grail here? You know, that's a, it's a really good question. I mean, if you're asking from a pure technology standpoint, yeah. um, I, I guess if I had to answer that with, with one word, it would be data. Mm. Um, I think the more data we collect as a society um, and understand that type of data, which is the harder part, you know, the more insights we're going to be, be able to derive from that data All right. um, on how people can improve. So, so we've got to wrap this show up, but uh, I, I want to thank you for your time. This has been great. Hopefully the uh, listeners will get uh, some nice benefits into the importance of sleep. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode where we're going to di- uh, dive deeper into – Harpreet's product here called the Aura Ring, and you can check it out on The Best Night Ever. And for those people who are listening to this as a radio show, uh, please keep listening. And if you want to catch up on previous shows, this is also available as a podcast. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, it's called The Best Night Ever. If you want to catch up on past shows, uh, we'd love to uh, get you on there. Yeah, and you can go to snoreexperts.com if you click on the radio podcast show. And then we also have a link to Aura Ring. Yep. Great. So we will see you. Thank you for joining us at the best best night night ever, ever. our weekly look at achieving better sleep and better health. To visit us online, go to snoreexperts.com or follow us on Instagram at snoreexperts. To make an appointment with Dr. K for you or someone you know to stop snoring now, or to call in and leave a question for next week's show, call us at 888 31 snore. That's 888 31 snore. 888-31-SNORE. This broadcast is for informational purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this show are not medical advice. The show, including Dr. Jay Crisandi, the co-host, guest, and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of any information contained herein. Opinions of the guests are their own. We do not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests, nor do we make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. 
If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a licensed physician. Are you still snoring or are you suffering from secondhand snoring? Ignoring the health risks is dangerous, very dangerous. It could be obstructive sleep apnea, depriving your body of oxygen, which can cause fatigue, weight gain, and high blood pressure. Don't risk going untreated. Get a free consultation from the snoring and sleep apnea doctors at Snore Experts. The doctors at Snore Experts have helped thousands with oral appliances, CPAPs, and now Night Lays Laser Therapy, a new clinically proven way to effectively treat snoring and sleep apnea. It's quick and easy with no recovery time. The next 20 callers that mention KKLA get a free medical consultation at Snore Experts, a $300 value free. Call 888-31-SNORE. Get a great night's sleep. Avoid serious health conditions and stop snoring now. Call Snore Experts now and mention KKLA. 888-31-SNORE. Five SoCal locations and now in Brentwood and Irvine. 888-31-SNORE. Online at snoreexperts.com.